On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got to have email and SMS expert Nikita Vakrushev from Aspect Agency on the pod. Oh, we had such a good conversation. We talked about what it would be like if you did not have Facebook, Google, TikTok, any of these channels, and you just needed to launch with the email list that you have right now, launch a new product. We walked through the tactics behind that. Oh man, there was just so many good nuggets that we were able to go through on this podcast. Guys, if you want to grow in 2024, you will not want to miss this episode. Hey hey guys, are you struggling to create offers that actually convert? Look no further than our must-have brand new course called Million Dollar Offers. With just a few short videos, you're going to learn the seven essential elements of a million dollar offer and how to leverage the power of AI and chat GPT to iterate on your headlines, and your prompts. The great news is that this course is actually completely free. So Google Upgrowth Academy, that's Upgrowth Academy, and looks at the course called Million Dollar Offers. You guys will not regret this one. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. We're actually recording this just post Black Friday, Cyber Monday on the Wednesday Cyber Monday. There's been a lot of excitement and we have got so much more for you. I have an email and SMS expert on today talking all about product launches. Nikita, welcome to the podcast. Jordan, it's a pleasure to come on. I've been following you for a year or two now on like LinkedIn and Twitter. So it's like a meet your heroes moment for me. Ah, we'll see. You'll be anytime I've met any of my heroes, I'm vastly disappointed in who they actually are. Actually, it's usually a character thing. I'm like, oh, I just thought you'd be like a great person, but you're actually an asshole. That's the way that it's been for me over the years. So yeah, you'll probably be incredibly disappointed. Nikita, for people who don't know anything about you or anything about Aspect, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I started off in the e-commerce space in 2017, back when you can target people's credit scores in Facebook ads. So the Wild West days. That's right. You could target credit scores, couldn't you? I forgot. Yep. <laughs> yep. So that's when I started doing Facebook ads for my own e-commerce shop. It was like a drop shipping t-shirt store and eventually got better at it. Eventually friends and family started to make their own e-commerce businesses. They reached out for help and that's when I started to gain more traction in the agency space and eventually broke out and started to hire employees in late 2020. And by now we've pivoted in 2021 to email and SMS only, mainly because it was just very hard for us to manage email, Facebook ads, Google ads, TikTok, every other service, you know, yeah, for all the different clients. So we pivoted into something that we were really, really good at and specialized in. And since then we've been specializing in email and SMS only. Awesome. You know, for any of the agency people that are out there listening to this, and I know there's lots of you guys out there, the specialization is in so incredibly important. I know you want to be a shop that kind of serves everybody and does everything. And, you know, we even had this happen at, at Upgrowth Commerce recently. We don't do email and SMS, and which is something we'll hopefully chat about offline after. But we have multiple clients that are like, hey, I want to use you guys for email and SMS. And so we're like, oh, okay, well, the money's there. Should we start this service? And it's like, no, 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 no. We do what we do. You know, that is not part of our mission of what we're doing. So agencies that are out there, guys, my big recommendation is just kind of stick to, you know, well, first of all, know your mission, right? Know your mission and vision. And when you do, stick to it tightly, even though people are going to try and throw money your way. Like it helped me out doing everything from getting like from zero to one, but going one to 10, the specialization is where I'm seeing a lot of the benefit and a lot less burnout for myself and even my team. Awesome. Awesome. That's really, really great. 
there is a cost to switching activities, right? There is a massive cost to that that people don't talk about, which is why I like always recommend like batch it, right? I actually, it's funny because I preach this all the time and yet I'll have a podcast interview here and then I've got two tomorrow and then I've got one on Friday. And so I've actually like realized, oh, Jordan, you got to take your own advice here. So I'm now an only Friday guy, just all day as podcasts. And that to me is, that is the way to do it, right? Because there is that cost for your team between going back and forth even if they're similar activities, right? Like I always said, oh, you know, email or SMS is basically just like write your best Facebook ad headlines and throw it on SMS. But it's not really that simple, you know? Like there is something different in there. Nikita, we just got through Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Most of your clients were absolutely crushing from what you were saying. Walk me through what you guys did that worked. And then I'd love to also hear the opposite side. What didn't work? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few things that have worked really, really well. One thing that I noticed that this is like a strategy that has been like years in the works, but the one day only VIP sale a week before Black Friday has brushed it for our clients. Like some of our clients have had six figure days because of it. And it's one of those things where not every single client was on board, but the clients that were on board with that strategy, they crushed it. And a few things that didn't work were... I'd say sending out emails every single day, multiple send. Like you can't really be doing that anymore. I know it's a strategy that every single, I guess, Shopify store or WooCommerce store has been using of always bashing their email list. But now I think customers are getting a lot smarter and they know when you're BSing them with either doing that or extending your sale or any of those sort of false scarcity or false urgency tactics, customers are seeing right through it and those aren't working anymore. Yeah, that's interesting when you bring that up because... Scarcity and urgency are essential to a good offer. You must have those in an offer. But as soon as you make it false, you've actually done the opposite thing there. And you've lost massive trust. So next time that you do that and you go cry wolf, your customers are like, okay, well, you're probably just going to extend it anyway. I could probably just email you and it's going to be fine anyway. It's very hard to keep that line, especially with these sales extensions that you see everywhere. I mean, tell me you haven't seen like 10 of them today. Cyber Monday is now Cyber Week. Yeah. It's Cyber Month, actually. Yes, it's Cyber Month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's walk through a product launch strategy. How using SMS? So let's pretend like we're in a world where Facebook and Google, like you've gotten kicked off. You cannot use them as a channel. Let's say we're in sexual wellness or something like that, where it's like, yeah, we just can't run ads anyway. So what do you do when it comes to that beautiful list that you have, right? And starting to launch a product through it. So the big thing is segmentation. Everyone talks about sending, 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 but the segmentation is the key. And using segments properly is where we found a lot of success. Now, how we segment people is based off of the actions that they take. So we do have to send out one, two, three, sometimes even four messages and emails on top of that to hype up the product launch. And in this case, we use this strategy for a Black Friday, Cyber Monday, like VIP sale. But again, this could work exactly for a product launch. And we would hype it up, I'd say like two weeks beforehand, we'd like start hinting at it, maybe dropping some hints in our regular campaigns. And then eventually we'll send out dedicated campaigns to saying like, hey, this is our biggest, you know, let's say drop of the year. We've been working at this for like three plus years or two plus years to drop this new product. And we hype it up, maybe add like silhouettes of the product, not really revealing the product. The day before we reveal the product and then add people to the waitlist. And every single email up until this point is just adding people to a separate segment that we know are very interested and have buyer intent. And on the day of the product launch is when it's like, hey, boom, this is the product launch. We're going to sell out. 
So grab yours before we sell out. And most of the time we do sell out of that product before I'd say like second or third day. Wow. So do you let people know exactly how many products are going to be available? Yeah. So that's another thing that we've included in each email correspondence that we send out is we let them know how many people are on the list. So it's like, hey, there's 20,000 of you on the list and we only have 2,000 SKUs available. So really add yourself to the wait list to be the first. Yep. Yes. I'm just going to pop in for a second here. So this is really beautiful psychology when it comes to creating actual FOMO with your customers, right? It's funny because, you know, for me, I've raised lots of money over the years for some for our companies and, you know, done a lot of that kind of stuff. You use the exact same thing. Hey, just so you know, I've got 10 investors right now and I'm only taking three on. So whether you want to be one of them or not, I've got verbals from all of them. So if you want to be in on this deal, I need your commitment right now, right? Like that kind of stuff. Actually, number one, it's not sleazy. I just want to make sure we all understand that. This is not a sleazy sort of thing to do. People need to have that little kick to actually understand, oh, if I want this thing, there is a limited supply of it. And there's 20,000 other people who want this limited supply. It automatically gives value to the product, right? That alone is what creates value. So sorry, it's just, actual scarcity <laughs> instead of faux scarcity. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. Like yep. if people knew you had 7,000 of these things sitting on a ship coming over, right, that you have to move. Now the value becomes a lot less. And now you do have to discount a lot more, right? You have to use some of those tactics that really don't actually show the value of the product, right? They just show how desperate you are to get rid of it. Right. Exactly. So walk me through what else goes on in one of these product launches through email and us. Cause I love that idea. First of all, putting like not actually showing the product, but just showing a silhouette of it or like teasing out some of the features and benefits. What else? The other thing that we implement throughout those, I guess, like live the hype up emails is a add to calendar button in each one of those emails. So this will create a gap, a Google calendar event or whatever they're using Apple Calendar into their phones or their Google account. So that way, not only are you getting one impression from that email, you're getting a second impression from Google Calendar on the day or like the time that that product launches live with like a direct link to the location link to the product page. So that's something I've never seen other customers use or other clients use. Yeah, Nikita, that is brilliant. Do you have a certain like software that has a link that will like go out to Apple or Google or do you just put like a Google Cal link, an Apple Cal link, what else do people use these days? What do Microsoft It's mainly use? Google Cal and Apple Cal. Yeah. So we just have two separate links that create an event within their account once they click the button. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That is yep. awesome. That is such a good idea. Is there anything that people need to know about creating those calendar links? Like, do they have to be on the company email? How do we make sure that people actually get those into their calendar? I'd recommend creating it from like your info at or your team at or your FAQ or contact at email address through that because most of it, everyone's on G Suite at this point. So you just create it through there and you have to make sure that it's a public event. There's a lot more steps through it. And I don't want to pitch my YouTube channel, but I do have a YouTube video on this. Awesome. So yeah, I do have like a video going over that strategy there. So it takes like five to 10 minutes to set up. And once you have that public shareable link, you can then add it to your email and you can probably use Bitly to see how many trackable codes or how how many trackable people have linked or clicked the link. That's like the only thing I'd recommend doing on top of that is to make sure to see like how many people actually click the link. It's super cool for demand as well, right? Like understanding how many people have signed up to this calendar invite because you as the admin, the person who's created the event should be able to actually see everybody specifically who's actually signed up for it. And 
you can communicate with them in there at any time. Even if the event is over, you could actually still email that particular list through the calendar invite, which is a very interesting tactic. So yeah, this definitely gets me thinking. Nikita, we're going to make sure to get that link for the YouTube video. Guys, that'll be down in the show notes if you guys want to check out how the step-by-step to actually do that. That would be great. And then hopefully you guys are smart enough that you'll use that YouTube link and run it through ChatGPT and just steal the process. So that's what I, I'm going to do, Nikita. So sorry, guys. I don't know why I'm slurring go. here. Nikita, what's one thing that you believe in marketing that you don't think other people believe? It's hard because everyone has so many different opinions at this point. And if you look on Twitter, you can see that right away. I would say personalization is the biggest like I like to keep things as personal as possible. As soon as a client comes on, we send them a personalized gift. We make sure that all communication is personalized, whether it's through the sales interaction, all the way through client interaction and making sure that we have all the possible information of them specifically before we even get into a deeper conversation. Like something as simple as logging into Clavio and checking out their metrics before you even hop on a call is like a very basic thing that not a lot of agencies do. And we try or at least I tried to do that throughout my whole life is just double checking everything before I send anything out and to keep that as personal as possible. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? So I think of the overarching principle behind that is always being 10% better, right? 10% better than whoever the best person is out there. I read a great book recently by Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy called 10X is Easier Than 2X. Guys, if you don't follow Dan Sullivan, mm-hmm. just a brilliant person out there when it comes to just business principles and So one of the principles that we actually stole from that book is it can always be 10% better. It was this idea that he brought up with Mr. Beast. And he said, you know, what would you tell people to do with their YouTube videos? And he's like, well, look, whoever's the best person out there and just make something that's 10% better. And that's what you're doing through this personalization. Like I think about, we actually were just uh, on a sales meeting at our agency, which I still kind of sit in on every once in a while. We were talking about our Dream 100 clients that we want to work with at Upgrowth. And yes, we have a list like that. There's people who are like, we want to work with this brand because they're so cool. We think we could do great work for them. And so we have a list of our top 100. And so we were going to send out a generic handwritten card to them. And we realized, no, no, let's go the next step and let's actually send them something very specific to them. If we're going to do this exercise, let's be personalized. And that's exactly what you talked about there, Nikita, is like, getting that little bit better because people actually fall in love with that, right? And people know when something is not automated, right? They understand when it's not automated and they're like, whoa, you went way out of your way to do that. Do you do that for clients as well? Like making sure that things are really hyper-personalized on the direct-to-consumer side? As far as like the emails that we send out on their behalf? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. We want to make sure that we're including their name, of course. Also keeping track of all their purchase history or like the collections that they buy from. So for example, if they bought like a three pack of t-shirts from an apparel brand that we manage and they also sell shorts, like then we're only sending out like shorts promotions instead of both. So there's like those little things that make sense. There's obviously there's not when you have like a list of 100,000 people, you won't have enough time in the world to hyper personalize. But when it comes to little things like that, that's where we try to make that edge a little bit bigger than the competition. Yeah, is to either personalized recommendation, personalization on like their name, their order. Like the biggest mistake I see whenever I'm auditing accounts is like when you go through the abandoned checkout email for one of these, even like eight bigger brands, they just have like a basic click here to finish your checkout. There's no product image that they added to their cart. Those little things make the difference mm. in conversion rate. So those little things stack up. What's one D2C brand that you've really looked up to over the years? That's such a basic answer, but I love Dr. Squatch. And I'd love to know the why behind that, because I think probably some of us will like immediately think of the why, but I'd love to hear your why. It's honestly the quality of the product and I guess the lack of BS that they have. Mm. 
in their marketing. Like, like you can tell by the way that they say the good and the bad, and they say it in a very entertaining way. So like, not only am I watching an ad about their soap, I'm also being entertained at the same time. And I know that they're being honest about it. Mm. So like, you shouldn't buy a product if you're, you know, those kinds of things that really build my trust factor. I like to see whenever I'm working with someone, like what are the ways that they could screw me over? And if they let me know that before, like they got my sale immediately. Do you watch uh, Saturday Night Live? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so there was this recent great sketch with Mikey Day and Bad Bunny. And they went into this rap battle. And basically, Mikey Day went into the rap battle talking about how he was just going to say all of the shit about himself before anyone else could. But it ended up being all of this like horrific stuff that was like really uncomfortable. I love it as a visual because... It really is true. And like, yes, he took it to the far extent for humor. Wonderfully, wonderfully done on his side. But there is something about that of just being like, hey, I actually don't have to protect anything. I actually had a ridiculously hard conversation with some partners before this and with one of our companies. And the only thing that you can be is transparent and open. As soon as you start hiding stuff, people will not trust you and trust on the agency side, guys, trust is all that we have, right? Like it is legit all that we have. So Dr. Squatch brand that you love, what's one dream client that you would just absolutely love to have and work with? I'd say Porsche. Like that's like a big one for me. I'm a big Porsche fanatic and it would be crazy to have them as a client on the roster because it's like, I'm a very big automotive enthusiast and I love cars. I go to cars and coffee every week and just having that like icon, everyone knows about the Porsche 911. Like you don't even need to know any other car because they've had that car for so long and the consistency and the branding has been there for so long. Plus who doesn't love those classic Porsche ads? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that would just be phenomenal. Phenomenal. I would love to see you land that Porsche as a client. Oh my gosh, that'd be huge. It's in the works. I'm trying to get their attention. There's a project my girlfriend and I are working on to get their attention. Okay. And it's very personalized. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it so much. Another question for you. What's one big mistake that you've made this last year that you're not going to make going forward? Pausing client acquisition. I'd say like that hurt because as you know, like in the agency space, if you're not always working on client acquisition, Let's say you pause for one month. The ripple effect on that is two, three, four, five months down the road. So that's one thing that I had to pause in the last year of December to help my girlfriend out with her new business. And it hurt me in January, February, and March, and I wasn't able to recover until April. So it's just one of those things where like, I learned that mistake going forward. And I guess I'll throw in a bonus here is when I'm hiring for email marketers. I shouldn't be hiring email marketers. I should be hiring email designers because marketing you can teach, but design you can't. Very interesting. That is a really good lesson. So both of those are just incredible lessons on both sides. And D2C companies listening to this too, take heed of this because I think a lot of people take their foot off the pedal with, especially with new client acquisition or new customer acquisition on that side. And then agencies who are listening to this, which I know there's lots of you out there, do not stop. Nikita, like use this as a warning. Do not stop trying to acquire new customers because churn is churn is churn. It does not matter how good of an agency you are. Your client could be getting a, you know, 70 uh, return on ad spend and sometimes they'll just leave, right? People get itchy. You know, we have, I think our- The words of take it in house are always there. Oh, totally. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, especially with email and SMS, right? I think that's probably a one that's a little bit sooner to be taken in house than even on the sort of like paid and content creation side. So be careful. That's a really, really good lesson to learn on both sides. It's like, 
just don't ever take your foot off the gas. Like they say, like always be selling, always be closing. ABC. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Nikita, I'm going to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? I would say personalization and great relationships with our clients because everyone can always get 10 clients the first month and then lose nine of them the next month. So if you can have great relationships with those clients, you're going to improve your retention significantly. And I've learned that the hard way of not having great relationships all the way back in the beginning to paying more attention to finding out more about my clients, finding out more about their family, what they're up to. Those sort of things stack up and it shows that you care. You know, maybe sometimes like let's say a client canceled because they were sick. Yeah. Send them flowers, send them a blog on how they can get better or send them like medicine recommendations. Like those little things stack oh, up. Oh, they totally to, do. Like good grace. They really do. I love that because they stack on top of one another, right? All of these things. And that's where trust is built. So absolutely beautiful. I love that. A new question I want to ask you. Any hot takes on Twitter that you've seen recently that you just completely disagree with? That's a big one. I would say image-only emails perform are like the best thing that you can do for your brand because I would say there's a mix to it. You can't only send image-only and you can't send text-only. It has to be a mix of both. Otherwise, you're just going to have... like what You can't be too far on each spectrum, in my personal opinion, because you can't personalize with image-only and you can't have good looks with text-only. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. I love that. I got three more questions for you. I hope that you're ready. Let's do it. All right. Oh, actually, sorry. Before I dive into that, would be remiss to have an email and SMS expert on here and not talk about Sendlane versus Clavio. Where are you at when it comes to these two companies? I love Clavio, but damn, it's very hard to resist the pricing on Sendlane. We're actually in the process of talking to one of our biggest clients to switch over to Sendlane because of like their Clavio bill being like, three or 4k a month. So yeah, the hurt is real. Even for brands that are doing eight figures, like that software cost is a very hard pill to swallow. It's I would true. say Clavio is great as far as functionality, but once you get to a certain point of like 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 contacts and your Clavio bill is above like a thousand, 2000, I would recommend switching over to Sunlane for that same functionality. If you can avoid that entirely and start off with Sunlane, then I would recommend that as well. Yeah, I am a huge Sendlane fan. I love kind of growing with them. I basically tell any SaaS company that ever comes uh, either on the pod or comes that wants to work with me on the sort of like, you know, influencer kind of side of things. I'm like, unless you integrate with Sendlane, I don't want to talk to you because I'm going to be moving everybody over there. Now, guys, this is the crazy, this is not a pitch for Sendlane or anything. They're not a, a sponsor of the podcast, but not right now. Uh, they have been in the past, but their customer service on one of our brands, we use them and their customer service is phenomenal. Their goal is a 30 second response. And it happens every single time And the amount of times. And I know what you're thinking. Oh yeah, Jordan, of course the CEO is going to jump in on your account. Yeah, but still he jumps in on my account. Jimmy all the time will jump in on my account if nobody else is responding within those 30 seconds. Like I've never seen customer service like this. Like they're not 10% better. They're about 7,000% better than Clavio. Like Clavio is just like, yeah, we're the only one in the game. We have 75% of the market share. We don't really care. You know? They should care now. Yep. They really should care. So, uh, and Clavio is well, a great product. They're public now, so yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they've gone public, which means you know even more scrutiny from the public markets too. All right, I'm going to get to the last three questions here because we're running out of time, Nikita. First question for you: favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Uh, well, Clavio and Figma, honestly, both of those. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense on the email design side. So, yeah. second question for you: favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to? Right now, I'm listening to Alex Ramosi's podcast. That's just the only thing I'm listening to. 
or on the podcast side? I think that a lot of people discount how brilliant Hermosi is because of how jacked he is. Like, I think sometimes people think that he's some kind of meathead when I think that he is what all the things I wanted Gary V to be, you know, like, you know, I've never heard of it being put that way, but that's perfect. Yeah. Like you expect never, Gary V to be. Yeah. yeah. It's like he never quite had the strategy and the like actual and tactics. Like, I don't know, like hundred million dollar leads. You want to know how to make money in it as an agency? Just read that book 10 times and do what he says. And you'll have a $10 million agency. I have no doubt. That's the thing, like Gary Vee just shouts at you actions, but not tactics. Yes. Versus Hermosi shouts actions and actionable tactics for you to do and has books written on it. Yeah. And puts out like the most incredible, like his YouTube videos are masterclasses. These like hour long YouTube videos that he has. I'm like, I just send them to everyone who's struggling with sales in particular because he is a master salesperson. I'm so glad you brought up Hermosi. Thank you. I wish I had that back in 2017 when I started, to be honest with you. So a new generation I. of entrepreneurs. Yeah. 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 We only had Gary, right? We had Gary to yeah. yell at us. And now we got Alex. Gary and Grant. Yeah, that's right. And Grant Cardone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I never liked Grant. I don't know yeah. why. It's just like, it's just a little bit of sleazy. Yeah, it is a better way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the young kids say these days. So Nikita, last question for you. You just found out you have a year to live. What changes? Oh, I am not working on the agency anymore. <laughs> Aspect is shutting down. I would say, yeah, I would definitely take a backseat on the agency. I would ride that out. I'd let all my employees know. We're not in a stage to where I can sell it. And also we're not at a stage to where it can sustain itself without myself. Yeah. I would probably just start traveling, traveling and racking up that credit card debt because it doesn't matter when you die. Does anyone ever think about our financial system and how made up it all is? Like I think yep. about this sometimes, I'm like, you know, so many of us spend so much of our life trying to have this imaginary number in some imaginary bank account that's just ones and zeros up to this certain level. And then I imagine when we die, yep. we realize, oh, oh, I was so off base. Oh my gosh, I was so off base. So <laughs> your answer is so perfect. I've never heard somebody say that. I'm just going to rack up a credit card as much as I can. Yes, yes. Sorry, big banks. I don't, all my assets will go to my family and all the debt will go to me and it doesn't matter. So yeah. Like, oh, that's great. Nikita, if people want to find out what you're doing over at Aspect, follow you, where can they do that? Yeah. Best place to find me is on Twitter. It's just my name, Nikita Vakrusha. LinkedIn is also another good place. If you want to learn more about what we do, aspectagency.com. That's A-S-P-E-K-T agency.com. Awesome. That's great. What was I? Oh, I was watching a YouTube video about, it was a Vice video on OK, the term OK, and how K, mm -hmm. like I love how you've got the K in your name there, and how that K, there's like something special about the way that our brains process A. And so I love that you've got mm -hmm. the K in there right after. I think I watched this last night. So interesting video for everyone to come watch. Nikita, again, thank you for rambling back and forth with me here. I think there was some real gold in here for our audience. So thank you so, so much. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Awesome. Hey guys, just wanted to say thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. If I could ask one favor of you, it would be to share this with your other e-commerce store owner friends. Uh, we want uh, everyone in the e-com space uh, to be listening to this podcast and lots of you guys already are and we really, really appreciate that. One last thing before you go as well is we are offering to our podcast listeners a free e-commerce growth plan where we go from strategy to sale with your brand in this e-commerce growth plan. So feel free to go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow and apply for a free growth plan today. Thank you all again so much for listening.